0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Solar View Podcast. I'm Tom Miller, editor of Solar View Magazine, and marketing director here at Baywa RE Solar Systems. I'm very happy to be joined today by Peter Lorenz, the CEO of Bunerac. Thanks so much for joining us today, Peter. Good to have you.
1: Tom, thank you for having me this morning. It's great to be on your podcast.
0: So you you're in New Mexico, right? Are you a New Mexican?
1: Not quite. Uh, my accent is is not quite New Mexican. Um, mm-hmm. I am originally from Germany. Mm-hmm. Up there, and then started my career actually in England. Came over to the states uh, for graduate school, and then had a girlfriend that I was very committed to. And twenty-two years later, I am a New Mexican.
0: Okay, and so uh, my parents live in New Mexico in, in Santa Fe, so I go there all the time. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of New Mexico, but I've noticed that like some people like to live in in town in the city, but then a lot of people just like. To drive a little bit and be in the desert and be alone where are you on that spectrum are you like i love the desert and i just want to live out in the middle of nowhere or are you more of a city person
1: so we we live in the city we live in the north valley which kind of is a good compromise it it feels like you're a little bit outside of the city but but you're still within 10 minutes of everything and there was a compromise to my wife when we moved out here we just had a newborn um, Mm -hmm. girl and and it was just easier um, I will say it's, it's hard not to fall in love with with New Mexico. We just came back from Angel Fire mm. um, and it's like a two and a half hour drive outside and, and it's just, uh, the mountains are just uh, beautiful, stunning.
0: Okay, cool. Well, are you ready to get started? I'll throw some solar related questions your way.
1: Yeah, let's start. Let's, let's start talking about solar, Unirec, and I think the great work that, that we all do in, in, in our industry
0: so, you know, there, there have been some big changes this year for Unirac with the acquisition of Equilibrium. You know, how has that transition been going uh, with your team and, and the product integration? You know, what can installers inspect from Unirac in, in Q4 and, and early in Q1?
1: Well, um, I, I think let me first start uh, by, by going back to like, what, why did we actually acquire um, Equilibrium? Mm-hmm. And Equilibrium has been has been a great competitor of ours for, for quite a while in the, in the commercial space. And um, we've been looking at filling out our product portfolio. We have a great range um, of flat roof products with um, our RM family. But um, we also know that there are quite a few customers out there. They, they, lo- they love plastic-based products and, and they're very loyal to plastic-based products. And Equilibrium really is a market leader in that application. And uh, for a few years, we thought about, can we develop that internally? And, and we recognize that we're much better off in teaming up with, with Equilibrium. So that mm-hmm. was really the rationale uh, for acquiring Equilibrium. It's Bring a, a more well-rounded portfolio to our customers to give them the products that they really want and, and need. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, it's, it's been 90 days now, it's been the first quarter. Um, our goal from day one was to, to really work as one team in front of the customer. So we've, uh, we've pretty much from, from day one offered all of our products um, to our customers, distributors like Baywa um, and, and installers and at the end of the first quarter we now finished kind of like our first phase of integration which really means that we integrated the system so a customer can order uh, from one master price list and it goes into one system within Unirec, and then we can coordinate uh, within our system on how we supply our customers with that product mm-hmm. and maybe here's one one thing that is interesting Tom a lot yeah. of people recognize Unirac as a residential customer but I looked at, at our organization chart and we actually have as many employees dedicated now to our commercial business as we have to our residential business.
0: Great, yeah. And I want to talk a little bit about commercial too. But if our listeners want to read more about the Unirec product line, um, we featured a great article with them last month in our magazine. And, and we'll put a, a link to that in the show notes. But yeah, let's talk a little bit about CNI. This is something Baywa has put a real focus on. More residential solar contractors are getting more interested in, in pursuing CNI opportunities you know from your perspective how is that market developing and and how do you see it changing uh, in 2021
1: Look, I think the commercial segment is a really interesting segment, um, and and relative to utility and and residential, you know, utility obviously gets most attention. It's the biggest, uh, the biggest segment, and then you have a lot of market leaders, including public companies that that are in the residential space. It almost feels like commercial is a little bit forgotten in all of that, and and I actually believe that. Um, that while it is a more, maybe a more challenging segment and application, I'm actually super excited about commercial. I, I think the the numbers that a lot of market analysts project are not really taking into account that that it feels like we're at a tipping point here where a lot of corporate corporations, corporate entities, for-profit, non-profit are looking at being more sustainable in how they operate. and And solar is a great opportunity for them to accomplish that. And, mm-hmm. and um, as we think about the current crisis with COVID-19 and, and the recession, to me, those are like little little blips in, in the evolution to where, where commercial will really take off, I, I believe. And that's why we invested in it.
0: Mm-hmm. So what on the commercial side do you want our contractors to know about? What is what is Unirac uh, working on and preparing for?
1: So I, I, I think the, the most important point that I really want to emphasize is that what we are trying to do at UNIRAC is to to replicate what we've done in residential the last two or three years, where um, we've, we've been able to, to standardize and, and really um, innovate at a very, very different pace and bring products and services to our residential customers that makes their life easier um, and allows them to make solar happen. So we're trying to do the same on the commercial side. Mm-hmm. Now, the starting point, obviously, is products. We certainly felt that we had product gaps in, in what we could bring to our customers. That's where Equilibrium's products, EcoFoot family is, is really important. It gives us more flexibility and versatility to optimize our customers' projects and project portfolios. Mm-hmm. We're also launching GridFlex. GridFlex is a new um, flat roof product. It is grid-based, um, similar to what Panaclaw launched probably like a year, two years ago. And with that product launch, we feel like we've really rounded out what, what we want to bring and need to bring to our customers. And then the next step is services. This is where I think there's still a lot of efficiency to be captured for, for all of us who are in commercial.
0: Hmm. Efficiency, like uh, how, how would uh, Unirec help facilitate more efficiency?
1: Um, it, it's about helping them with an optimized product design and then doing that Not just when the customer calls us and asks for a design or quote, but from the beginning of of their project development, when they see an opportunity to go out and pitch commercial solar to a company, all the way to the end when it actually gets installed, where it Mm -hmm. really gets installed efficiently.
0: Mm -hmm. So you're talking about a closer partnership with those individual CNI contractors with UNIRAC.
1: Yes, and that is certainly one of one of our challenges and our aspiration. Where we can work much more closely with uh, with those customers that do commercial solar.
0: Mm-hmm. So you, met, you mentioned COVID nineteen. Let's. Let's talk a little bit about it. Um, I was sorry to hear that UNIRAC had a COVID-19 case at one of your warehouses. I hope everyone's okay. Given the small number of cases in New Mexico, it must have been a bit of a surprise um, to see that. Can you talk about the impact of that shutdown? I understand it's very minimal. What, what are you seeing in the in the, in the coming months in, in terms of covid
1: yeah, maybe let me first respond to your question and then uh, pull it back a little bit on how how we fared through COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we had our first positive case in our warehouse here, mm-hmm. where where we manufacture and ship from last week, and um, and one thing, and, and then we basically executed our our COVID plan. And, and and one thing that you you learn and recognize very quickly, it's um, it's really about the infection of of all of your employers that that possibly had contact. And Mm -hmm. it's very difficult to, you kind of like catch yourself where where you want to know who had really contact with that person, but you can't really. So what we've done um, out of precaution and, and for the safety of our employees, we've basically shut down our office here for three days and we had literally everybody tested. Mm -hmm. back up today and and those employees that are back had to kind of like show that they had a negative, negative test um, since the incident happened. And, and, and I think, look, I, I think Tom, this is, this is here for us to, um, this is going to stay with us for a while. Yeah. So, um, in terms of our delivery capabilities, um, throughout COVID, uh, Pre COVID and post COVID, during COVID, we we've developed our products five or six days from from getting an order consistently. Um, so this is probably going to add add five days, um, mm-hmm. five days. But but we feel we're really up and up and running now again.
0: Uh, on the personal side, you know, how has it been for you as, as a CEO uh, steering the Unirac ship during COVID? Maybe talk about some things you've learned since March and, and where you are now, you know, any lessons learned, any, anything that you're going to leave behind, uh, and and how are you feeling about the the months ahead?
1: First thing I would say is like, I, I'm actually, um, I'm super proud of our team here actually like I, I'm you know a lot of people say it's hard to do business in, in Albuquerque but um, or in New Mexico it's hard to find talent but I really feel um, we have a great team and I'm super proud of what they have accomplished uh, we started working from home probably a week even before the governor announced it because we saw this was coming mm-hmm. and um, and we had three goals um, one was obviously health and safety of, of of everybody involved ensure business continuity and then really like rallying around coming out of the starting blocks quickly and I think our team has done a tremendous job. So I think that's the first thing that comes to mind. And, and yeah. I remind myself frequently um, of, of that. I think at a more personal level, here's something that I, I, I found really interesting. Um, as, as, as we went through April and, and we saw the effects on our sales, you know, you catch yourself where you want to make sure you remain productive and, and you get everybody back to the office. And I actually started meditating a few years ago. And I think one of, one of those meditation moments where I recognized, Peter, you're looking at it completely the wrong way. This is probably the biggest opportunity you have for, for our culture here. Um, so I started like working with my, my own mind on, look at this as how do we give our employees more flexibility, more what they Really want what they value in their lives. And while today we have 20 or 30% of our employees coming back, not every day, every once in a while, you know, I, I think we're going to have the majority of our employees working from home because they, they enjoy it, they love that. Mm-hmm. Now you have to work through a few challenges. Right? I think the, the whole connectivity, the human aspect of that is important. And you constantly have to refuel your culture. Mm-hmm. And then I think the other one that we, I think we do really well here with our team is, is professional development. We're, we're still a fairly small company where I work with our most junior product managers frequently. And, and we want that interaction so that they can learn and that I can learn from them. And mm-hmm. how do you make that happen when everybody works from home, right? But yeah. I think it's exciting. There's a lot we all together, all of us can create here for a much more fulfilling work environment and work-life balance.
0: Yeah, that's something we've been talking quite a bit about at Baywa as well. And we've been hosting mindfulness sessions, which anyone is welcome to attend on the Friday following our town halls. And along the lines of rethinking where work and life merge, we've been talking quite a bit about work-life integration and what does it mean to bring your whole self to work, to to be authentic. Uh, Yeah, there's been a lot of introspection happening at this time as well. But I'd like to pull us out a little bit from the internal and, and talk about the macro for a few minutes. Gazing into your crystal ball, what, what are you seeing in, in 2021 in terms of the market, in terms of what Unirac is going to be able to achieve and, and how the industry is going to grow or not grow? What, what, what's your general take?
1: I think for the industry, we're going to see a, a really healthy and, and, and fun rebound um, in, in, in all segments, residential and commercial, where we play. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely, I'm confident. Um, I, I think we will all learn how to live with COVID and, and fundamentally um, homeowners and organizations want solar. So mm-hmm. I think we, we're going to see a lot of good market growth again next year. You know, we're we obviously working on a few products, but I think a big theme for us is really services. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and the way I look at what we want to do next year is that we, we want to be problem solvers for, for our customers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think whenever you go through a phase where there's a lot of disruption, a lot of change, a lot of uncertainty, you know, you really need to problem solve with the partners around you and mm-hmm. to take advantage of the opportunities.
0: Mm -hmm. So lastly, I want to wrap up here, but uh, listeners of the podcast may be familiar with Unirac's newsletter, uh, Better Solar Starts Here. But for those of of our listeners who aren't, can you talk a little bit about that and how that helps inform the development of of Unirac products and services?
1: Yeah, so, so Better Solar Starts Here is really a program that we put in place two years ago, maybe two or three years ago and it's it's kind of our north star it's it's, mm-hmm. it's our passion to help our customers make solar happen and that is always in solar it's still like you know, we, we've got to help them reduce their costs and then grow their business. Um, and the newsletter for us is, is a way of, of sharing what we do around better solar starts here with our customers. So we mm-hmm. talk a lot about products and our innovation around products, but also services. And then um, the, the, the community aspects of it. Um, you know, we showcase our employees, we showcase customers. And I think especially in, in, in today's times, it's important to also celebrate what we all do well. Right, so um, that's part of the newsletter as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Great. Um, well, I think let's see. I think we have time for one more question. Uh, let's talk about the short term. We know last few months of twenty twenty one, I'm sorry, twenty twenty are upon us. Do you have any suggestions for for solar contractors out there in their in their end of the year planning? Any specific suggestions for our solar contractor audience?
1: Look, in, in one way, I'm gonna I'm gonna be selfish. Um, okay. and I would say. We, we've went through a transformation um, four or five years ago, and if you haven't given us a look, um, you should definitely give us a look again. Okay, we've innovated a lot of our products and services, and I think there are a lot of things that, that we can help you with. Um, permitting is, is one of the service lines that we open up this year where we can really help you minimize your back office costs so that you can really put the capital that, that you have to, to grow your business as opposed to kind of like managing our business. But I think the other point I, I, I always emphasize is, um, yes, the IDC is stepping down by the end of the year. I am hopeful that we're going to have a, a different direction as a, as a country, as a, which will also benefit um, renewable energy. Um, and, and even if it is less immediately in terms of, of policies, I think uh, the positivity around what solar can do, I think that alone can really help capital markets, um, help our, our installers recruit talent. So I always encourage people, don't look too much at the year and doing great things is, is, is not measured in calendar years. It's really measured about a, a much longer time period. Mm-hmm. right? So think long
0: term. Okay. Along those lines and along the community lines, can you can you tell our uh, viewers at home, like, what, what's the dinosaur behind you and, and what is that all about?
1: So behind me, it's uh, the it's logo from Albuquerque Reeds. Um, I'm involved with the Chamber of Commerce here and I, and I do believe um, that that helping our community, particularly here in New Mexico, is, is an important part of what all organizations should do. But with COVID-19 and, and most children not being able... To, to go back to schools, the business community came together and, and uh, we've, um, we've made video recordings of reading children's book aloud, and we're offering them as a library to um, the, the public school district here so that the kids can listen to them and, and still kind of like build the proficiency that, that they need at an early, early stage to have a successful, successful life, really, mm-hmm. quite frankly.
0: Mm-hmm. Great. Well, that's all we have the time for. Uh, Peter Lorenz, thank you for taking the time to talk with our Baywa audience today. We really appreciate it. maybe we can circle back in 2021 and, and see how things are then.
1: I think we should definitely do that. And, and thanks for all the great things that you, Tom, and, and, and Baywa do every day.